This is episode 45 of the School of Business Makers with Ivani Kamikazi. And today we'll be discussing about entrepreneurship, mental health, and self-love. Hello and welcome to today's conversation. It has been a long time and we're back with a new series, an amazing topic that is very, very close and dear to my heart, which is entrepreneurship, mental health, and self-love. And today my guest is an amazing and special person. She's an entrepreneur and she won a company that manufacture Made in Wonder shoes. She's a supply chain consultant and very passionate about people wellness. Also, their mental well-being. She's a mental health advocate. She's very, very motivated by a concept called love, and that drives her in every in our everyday life. And she's none than Ivani Kamikaze. Welcome to this conversation, Ivani. Thank you, Chris. It's a, it's a pleasure to be part of this podcast. Wonderful. I remember some months back um, when we connected, um, you pitched to me about um, your, your concept of love. Um, can you elaborate quickly before we dive deeper into the conversation? What was it? What is it about? Um, so really the concept of love, um, it's something that I intentionally practiced, started practicing when I was um, 18, 19, where I just decided that, you know, um, I need to have a constant in everything that I do. Yeah. And if there's something that is going to motivate me in doing whatever I decide to do, that should be love. Love for the things that I do, love for the people um, that I work with or that I spend most of my time with. And love for objects, you know, space, plants. <laughs> and other things. So I really try my best to always remind myself that if I decide to make a decision to go for something, yeah. my main motivation should be love. Wonderful. That's 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 really amazing. Yeah. Well put together. Um, can you tell us more, um, growing up as a kid, um, how, how, how your childhood was like? Um, what what were the things you were passionate about? What were your dreams? And have you seen yourself, the stage where you are in your life now, and accomplish some of them? Well, my childhood was, um, first of all, we are a family of um, eight kids. Yeah. We had our dad and our mom. Um, our father was a teacher. And my mom was a stay-at-home mom, so we were really spoiled. We we had our father who would do anything to make us happy and keep us, you know, well-fed and warm, all those kind of things. And then we would have our mom always available for anything, discipline, you know, yeah. principles, and all that. So um, I guess because of um, the the, the occupation of my dad, being a teacher, he later on became a lawyer. Um, we were really kids who were oriented into, you know, striving to have a good education, good discipline, 
Philippines, Manas, and all that. So it's it's kind of we were following um, what they what they were teaching us. They were there with the skills and knowledge and experience they needed to be able to teach us or to to you know to mentor us. So it was easy for us not to uh, not to make so many mistakes as kids or to just uh, wander around. So I would say my I didn't have like big dreams or what I think I started thinking about what I want to do or what I what personally makes me happy when I was a little bit grown up. Yeah. Because of that kind of background. So yeah. Um, but I would say that uh, being a kid, I was more into, I remember I was uh, like a president of kids in our, in our district. How old, that were, was you? Still, How old were you? Eh? How old were you when you were president of kids? In this, the I was 12, 11, 12. So, Amazing. <laughs> so I guess that exposure um, made me think about, you know, becoming maybe a politician, a lawyer, something like that. You know, also all these big figures that you see when you are young, you know, president of the country, the first lady, you know, all. And then I remember I also liked to watch so much the, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, especially one of the people I, I, I used to like when I was, I was a bit young was um, so I would say I was more oriented to become a political person, but that changed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, when was like the turning moments in your life uh, when you decided to embark into uh, maybe being a supply chain consultant and uh, being an entrepreneur? What's what motivated that move? Because based on what you just told me. On, on on the inception um, you had different ambitions growing up and then here you are an entrepreneur and yes. businesswoman yes so really I did see that coming um, I remember when I finished my high school I decided to study near um, near home here in Kigali and I wanted to go for a private university um, and that university uh, would had a program, either you would study daytime or evening time. So I wanted to do evening time. And so my dad, again, uh, encouraged me that if I decide to study the evening programs, then I should look for something to occupy me during daytime. So we looked for um, a job opportunity where I started as an intern in administration so i went for that job as i started my university and then um i'm i i can pride myself to be a very quick learner yeah so i remember back then um the the head of procurement department uh i think he was running short of um staff and then he needed some help. So I was working in administration, not doing so much. Uh, and then he was like, uh, how about I teach you how all these procedures work? And then you help me during this time that I don't have enough stuff. So I said, yeah, sure. 
so I remember learning um, the procedures, how they were doing their purchase, all the processes, and I learned very quickly. And they were very amazed by the work that I did. I remember I didn't even finish six months in that position, and then I was transitioned to procurement office where I was serving as a procurement officer, doing exactly the same job as what other people were working there were doing, but being way, way younger than them. So that's how I ended up in procurement and purchase. And then I grew. Um, how old were you? Into, how, how old were you back then? Combining uh, was, both your job and university. <laughs> I was twenty. I was oh, twenty okay. years old. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I grew into also um, a logistics person. I learned about logistics by experience. And then when you combine the skills and the knowledge of procurement and logistics together, it's uh, these are one of the paramount skills that you need to have if you want to become a supply chain person. So that's how uh, I became a supply chain consultant. So I could consult for different companies now for both procurement and logistics. And, and uh Paint me a picture a little bit and tell me more. How did you end up being an entrepreneur and um, why the focus um, is on the shoe manufacturing? What mo- motivated you? Yeah, so as I mentioned before, uh, yeah, I'm a very quick learner and that also goes with um, getting bored easily if you're not learning something new. Yeah. So, um, I remember I was still in my full-time work, um, so I I learned the job, I knew how to do it very well. But then I had some, um, like lots of free time, I remember. Then I I love reading books, so I would read also my books, but then I'll be like, okay, I can't keep on reading books during working hours. How about I learn something else that I can do that can also help me, you know, to to make, like extra money for myself that I can start saving and, and buy some some properties or something for myself in the future. Yeah. So I remember back then, of course, I was inspired by what by what other people also were doing. Um, but back then, there was no one doing shoes, leather shoes and sandals. So uh, I couldn't make um, like those other shoes like ballerina or main main shoes closed main shoes uh, because i didn't have uh, all the raw materials that i needed to make them so i decided to go to to go for what was available and those were sandals so i started um back in 2017 i have been having ups and downs um, i think part of it because of doing you know uh, many different things and uh, doing it together with the manufacturing of shoes and doing it alone. Um, that's why I have been, uh, sometimes I would be really productive, but some other times I would not produce anything because of being engaged in a lot of things. But it's a, it's something that opened my mind, you know, so I think uh, that experience helped me to think and actually uh, realize that I am not 
I am not limited to just being a procurement and a logistics person. Mm. There's so many other things I can do and I can and I can create. So that really helped me to understand that with my life and my career and where I'm going, my decisions, I'm 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 not limited to doing just one thing. Wonderful. That that's amazing. I can see how amazing and very very ambitious person you are. and i can really feel the energy the way uh you're speaking about your passion and the different endeavors you are you 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 are on um which seems to be a lot to be honest how do you balance <laughs> both your work your life family things combine yeah. all the things you're involved in how do you balance all those Well, I wouldn't say that it's a very easy thing, um, but it's possible. So I have a very young family of um, like 10 months and then I have my my relative, my other family, and I have work. Yeah. So balancing it really I would I would say that again what motivates me again is that concept of love. I love my family so I need to find I need to make time for them and and really sometimes these other things like work uh businesses sometimes they don't even go well so what you need is is a very strong support system and if you are a grown up you know that um this sure support system that we have is actually family so i always make sure i find time for my family but also because i love working i I, I really don't like it when I'm not working. So, uh I need also to find something to do. So, uh and it has to be something that I like. It has to be something that I'm happy to do that I love. So, all these things are very important to me, but I have to make priority and I have to know when I have to put a full stop to one of them either being work or maybe I've, I've spent a lot of time with the family that some of the things that work are no longer going well and so i i just have to to balance them so i think the key is to know the priorities and not leave one thing behind yeah okay do you do in yeah. when when you put priorities into different things i know one of my way to also prioritize is like i have time for everything if it is time to work i go put my all energy into work and i don't get my mind splitted into other things if time to work it's time to work if it's time for family yeah. it's time for family and forget about work so do you are you yeah. also that type of person Yeah, I'm really that type of person. I can work 24 hours. It's safe. I have to work 24 hours, but if I take 24 hours to rest and to spend time with my loved ones, you will not tell me anything about work. I'm very principled like that. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. That's that's good to hear. And um I remember back in July, you 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 were on the panel discussing about mental health uh, during the the mental health campaign month and um mm-hmm. the theme i think was uh how important mental health is in our community what were the learnings that um you 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 got 
uh, from from that from that the whole discussion. I know you you were with different other people uh, during that campaign on that panel. Yeah, that was really a very great discussion because uh, mental health is something that, um, like all the mental health issues, these are things that are really really important in our community, whereby. Um, you know people don't take so much time to take care of their mental just as much as they take time to take care of their physical you know you can work out when you get sick you go to go you go and see uh, the doctor mm. but it's really hard or i would say it's a it's not a very common practice here to to monitor and to check in with yourself to see if you are okay mentally and you know if um for, especially for young people uh it's very important that you have um, a very good mental health in order to do all the things that you want to do and in order to achieve all the great things that you want to achieve really everything that you put your mind on you are going to make it but that mind has to be uh has to be a sober place has to be a clean space where you can you know um develop all those great ideas and then put them into into action or practice so um you know also being our community there's so many things that we have gone through the, we have a history so there are so many things that if we give them um so much power that it can keep us uh, back from doing all other things that we need to do because we also have so many things that we need to do like for our country we there's so many development that needs to happen but the development cannot happen if we do not have like great thinkers and great thinkers are not going to make themselves they are going to it they, they are people who have uh, great minds to be able to think great things so it was very interesting to see that it was um we had like a common understanding that mental health awareness is something that needs to be given um enough emphasis if i can say so that everyone here in our community can give it you know the importance that it should have that it actually have and then it will help us to grow um mentally uh to you know individually collectively as a community you know and as a country but also globally yeah wonderful that's that is is really amazing and talking about mental health we see we still in the pandemic and we seeing um this pandemic as well contributing to more mental health issues and the worst is still mm-hmm. to come basically after the pandemic with the economic recession mm-hmm. people losing their job with hunger etc how can young people we are all young people you and me and different other people mm-hmm. maybe listening to this conversation how can young people prepare themselves um, mentally towards all these things that um, is happening and yet to come Okay, uh personally I would say that you know you, you, the pandemic is there so you have to recognize that actually this thing is real and it's there and the economic recession is also real and it's there the job losses 
you know it's it's incredible like a lot of people have lost their jobs and a lot of people don't have enough things to you know like basic needs things to eat yeah because of this so i think the first step to being mentally prepared is like you have to recognize that this is actually your thing and it is there i remember um there was another discussion i followed recently um where they were talking about university and all these people are really well educated but they are not able to find jobs so um for young people i think the way we should see things uh, we should be people who look for solutions where there are problems so for example the pandemic is a problem right now but what type of how can you contribute to into bringing a solution you may not be able to eradicate it completely but what can you do that can serve as a solution maybe to 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 decrease the the impact that this pandemic has caused either on economic recession, recession or job loss or not having enough food so that's really for someone who is thinking maybe in um in a very big scale but personally or individually um just don't be discouraged yet by this thing that's that's one of the things i used to tell myself even when i would see that maybe things are not going the way i wanted them to go i would just tell myself this is not the end you know i need to think about what other things can i do what other opportunities are there and being open to doing them and not um and not limiting yourself from something small or something very very you know amazing or fancy that would attract you so i am a person who is always looking for what else can i do what else can i even when i have something to do <laughs> so i would say i would tell young people that the, the worst thing that can happen to us is to be discouraged and to understand and to actually accept that this is the end of it no it's not the end of it actually rest if you need to rest but start thinking about what else can you do to be part of this um, to be part of the solution of this pandemic i like i like i like the way you pointed the picture of um not only look at the problems but also find a way to find a solution around the situation mm-hmm. and also don't waste and um keep brainstorming and uh finding um the way forward because um we basically don't know how long the pandemic will be there we we in this yeah. when this challenge when this situation and um we need to adapt we need to be more solution oriented uh to ensure that um we move forward and we also understand mm-hmm. uh, the situation we are in and um mm-hmm. why we know basically how the mental health it it very very um takes a lot of place and bigger space among the young population and mm-hmm. uh social media also bring contributes to that why should young people first of all master self love in this 
society in the social media world thing things keep changing so fast with a lot of fake news with people not being real and uh with mm-hmm. this come um with social media corrupt people's minds when people try to mm-hmm. copy other people's lifestyle which is not always true and everyone wants basically a good life they want a fancy lifestyle how do you think young people can master loving themselves more yeah so i think uh, mastering the art of um, self love comes also with um knowing who you are and accepting your identity and you know knowing what you want so i like to say that um every grown up really should have convictions things that you believe in and things that you stand for to the point that when you are um when you find yourself in a situation or in a circumstance where you know what is being said or what is being communicated to you um differs to your beliefs and your convictions you will know you can tell the difference i can't tell people to get off social media because uh, you know we are getting into a digital war economy and social media will has even actually started playing a very big part of it so there are good side of social media and bad side of social media but what i would say is you know know what you want know what you want to take out of social media um uh, i like to say also like for example when you are having a problem it's a uh, the first thing you might think of is going to seek for counseling or you know asking someone to help you but really that someone is going to help you based on their experience or what they want to impart from you what they want to impart to you so what you need to do you just need to pick what you need and then go and apply it so it's the same thing as social media you you're not going to be there exploring pages and scrolling down your your feed for anything that comes up you have to know what you want to learn and what you want to get from um that platform that will help you be- otherwise so that you cannot be taken by any wind that comes up and you have to know i think young people really what we need to be able to do all those things that i've just said like learn to love yourself know your identity be happy with it be content you have to know your weaknesses you have to know your strength and when you get to know your weaknesses then correct them when you get to know your strength then improve them or you know strive just to be better every day that's where that way with convictions and belief that you have you are going to know what serves you and what does not serve and you'll be able to pick what serves you only wonderful well well pictured um for some listeners um you need to know yourself know your identity know your strengths and weaknesses and see um and learn from what is given out there and selectively select what can help you move forward and um selectively select what can help you either become a better person advance in your career go in your business 
um, grow your your life and become a better person. So um, let me wrap up this conversation with my last question, Ivani. Um, as an entrepreneur, um, running a business uh, during this uncertain time, what are the challenges you're facing running your business, and um, what and how are you planning to grow your business in the future? I think I have touched to some of them. I think um, some of the challenges, especially during this pandemic, is the, the lack of raw materials um, and things that we used to get from outside Rwanda. They take a lot of time to come, or some of them just completely stopped, you know, coming in. Uh, so how? Um, so this is the challenge that I'm facing right now, and I, I recently started thinking of not just doing um, shoes so i have started importing some some other materials as well as clothes um and this this is because also i told myself you know you don't have to limit yourself on just one product um as long as you see that there's a need uh, for clothes in people or something else that you might think of you know open the doors try it out and see how it uh, how it can turn out so yeah i think during this pandemic we need to think um like globally think about what else can i do if you are if you are into selling stuff what else can i sell if you are into giving services what other services can i give you know things like those don't limit yourself because I think the pandemic itself and other unexpected things are going to limit us. So it does not be the ones to limit us. Wonderful. That's that's amazing. Um, thanks a lot, Ivan, for, 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 for the conversation. Thanks a lot for the insights. We are coming to the end Thank of you. this conversation. And uh, my guest was Ivan Kamikaze. And we were discussing about entrepreneurship, mental health, and self-love. The conversation continue. Um, if you have any feedback, if there is um, any question you have, feel free to shoot us an email. And thanks a lot for listening. Um, um, thanks a lot for, if you like the conversation, feel free also to share with your friends so that they can benefit um, from it. And till next time, you guys take care and I speak to you guys next week.